What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Challenge, the podcast all about MTV's The Challenge. Per usual, this is Brian. Sitting next to me is... Amanda. And sitting across the internet from us... Big Uncle Sweet Tea. Yeah. Doing Here a Skype show. Skype show this week. Hey, flashback to COVID. Right? <laughs> Remember that when it was this every week and I would just get shit-faced drunk because there was nothing else to do? <laughs> oh, and I keep hitting uh, other programs when I'm trying to switch back up to other programs. So now i got to close my photo editor as soon as this gets done loading. <laughs> oh, oh, God damn it. Oh, uh, head over to challengepod.com. Join the Facebook group. You can uh, bitch about our weekly restaurant food talk. Carlin brought it up in the chat room as a good thing, but a lot of people... Hate our food talk every week, but you know, those people are stupid, whatever. But we like food, yeah. Um, you can also join our Patreon. Uh, what do people get when they join our Patreon, Tim? One dollar a month, exclusive access to pre shows, after shows, years and years worth of content. All the restaurant talk will be talked about. Two bucks a month, we say your name at the end of the show, yeah. So wait for that, everybody, and we love you all. And a new five dollar tier coming probably within the next couple weeks, yeah. Because if we didn't realize it, All-Stars starts next week. Unbelievable. What? Right? Where has the time gone? I don't know. It's fucking yeah. freezing out now, and this show started like in the summer. Yes. Spies, Lies, yep. and Allies. And we're only on episode 13. We still got another like month and a half to go. <laughs> I know. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. fucking we're only nuts. like halfway done. <laughs> yeah. So, good times. Uh, All right. Well. All right. Tell us about this episode. Are we ready? All right. Uh, yeah, this is episode 13 of Season Spies, Lies, and Allies, like Brian said, titled Titanic. Titanic. Uh, previously on was done by the Emerald Cell from like an old challenge a couple episodes back. Uh, MTV, I don't appreciate this. You know, it's supposed to be from the last episode. Okay. Stop, I didn't even notice. Stop trying to reuse clips. From oh, long ago. Jump across that asterisk thing and then pull a cable when they've jumped into the water. Oh, you mean the satellite. Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. This episode starts off uh, after Emmy's win over Bettina. Uh, and uh, Who, her... By the way, did you guys see Bettina was pregnant during this season? Yeah. Right? Yeah, Brian told me that right before the episode started. What the fuck is wrong with this show that they can't filter out pregnant people? We don't pregnancy test people before they show up. Like, what? Like, isn't there like a a limited physical for these people? Like, a limited physical includes a pregnancy test. You think so? You can get them at the dollar store. Like, they're the cheapest things to do, the easiest things to test for. Well, I, I just imagine. feel like I just feel like though for like their you know um, liability reasons, yes. they would do a baseline physical on these people for you real think so because i know they do mental testing and stuff you'd think pee on this stick would be part of the screen but maybe right? maybe she wasn't far enough long yeah. she was only 10 at weeks that point when she, when she left but 10 weeks is plenty to show up on a pregnancy test at, at, at 10 weeks but how long they've been there 
Yeah, that uh, we don't know. That's so we the don't question. Know what they yeah, I don't know. Before. I don't know if maybe maybe she, uh, you know, it was a hookup right before she left. No. You know what I mean? And you wouldn't have caught it. So maybe they do. Maybe they do. But I don't know. I feel like a few people who have been pregnant have skated onto the challenge. Well, it's like every fucking season now somebody's pregnant. It's so mm-hmm. weird that they can't figure out a reliable way to catch this. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, so, and then Emmy, uh, picks to infiltrate the Sapphire team, um, and take Amanda's spot, sending her to the Ruby team. So back at the house, uh, oh, and Emmy says where CT goes, I go. Um, she even, she says that she basically looks up to him and he's her idol, um, kind of like Lady Gaga is for her for singing. No, oh. I'm sure Aww. Lady Gaga loves to hear that. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she's honored. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Oscar winner Lady Gaga cares that uh, you look up to her. She won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, really for that movie that she did with that guy. Yeah, Star is Born. That movie she that, did with that guy. That good-looking with, guy, the Bradley Cooper. Yeah, the hangover guy. You have the worst memory. I do. <laughs> terrible. But I remember his line from the hangover. He's not kidding. There's a fucking tiger in there. That was the funniest part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Love that movie. All right. Um, let's see. Then we get Kyle and Logan. Um, basically, Kyle lays out all of Amanda's pros and cons uh, and tells Love him. Bro, a billion cons. Yes. And takes uh tells them to take caution and that they will have to control her. Uh Logan says that he knows that she will be poison. Yeah. Uh Nelson talks about how toxic Amanda is, even though they're friends on the outside. Uh Corey says that we just traded traded a strong girl for the weakest girl. Uh truth. Yep. Poor Amanda. I can't help but feel a little sorry for the for, for her real. This part. Yeah. For I don't real. Think she probably I think that shit, but I do. I think that this whole thing, this all of this, plays into how the challenge plays out, and I don't think much of it's her fault. Actually, I I think some of it is, but I think a lot of it isn't her fault. I think that for people how the just played out. Yeah, for her. You know what I mean? How, how she, she didn't do much. Yeah, exactly. But I think yeah. it's because everyone kind of just poo-pooed her. But then, like, they, you know, don't tell her what they want her to do. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not at the challenge. But there yeah. are definitely people in the challenge that are leaders, like CT and, I don't know, maybe Corey. Yeah. And then there's people that will do what they you tell them to do but can't really make any decisions on their own. And that's probably Emmy and, like, Amanda. Yeah. Uh, Kyle. And so, yeah, nobody told her what to do, so she just mm-hmm. fucking stood there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kyle, too, is another one that doesn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, he at least admits it. He's like, yeah, tell me what to do. I'll do it. Right. Yeah. Um, Amanda says that she loves the color, but she hates the team. Um, she says that people are already, uh, you know, talking shit and treating her like crap. Um, she says, you know, go ahead and, you know, say that I'm a loser and the worst one here and see what happens, basically. I'll show you, basically. Yep. Um. Oh, this meat thing with CT. Oh, my God. <laughs> CT, 
got his glasses all the way down on the end of his nose like he yeah, is an this? old man. Like what he's an this? old man. I don't know. This. It's probably a bifocals thing. Um, but... Joker says they treat Amanda the way they should treat Josh. <laughs> I agree. Right? That's right. Right? That's right. But I think Amanda sort of knows who she is, and I don't think Josh does. Josh Agreed. Is Agreed. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So CT with his glasses on his nose, prepping the meat. Uh, he looks like a grandpa. Says he knows his way around a grill. Then we get Emmanuel, Emmanuel talking about Romania's Christmas tradition of killing a pig and then jumping on top of it and taking pictures on it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Good old Romania. That's an interesting one, I have to say. I haven't heard of that one. People uh, in Farmington do that, Wolfie? No. Or Hannah City? No. no. <laughs> oh, listen. Uh, then we get... Carolyn says a hot old man. Yes, agreed. Cooking. God, I'm sorry, Carolyn, but he legitimately looks just as good as he did when he was in his prime this season. Like, for real, there are times when you catch a glimpse of him and he, he looks like he is... 20 years younger, you know, or whatever, not 20, but you know, he's a 12, good 12 years younger, <laughs> you know, it's incredible. Like he is in really good shape, uh, this season and it's, he looks super young and youthful. Uh, yeah, but this might be the last time we see him. He's going to be a big Hollywood celebrity now. Big yeah. Hollywood C-Lab. It's going to be in a movie with Tom Berenger. Oh yeah. yeah. Not that Tom Berenger is a big <laughs> A a a list name to be uh, working with, but used to be though. He used to be an A list name, I think. Isn't he an Oscar winner too? I don't think so. Mm. Mm. I'll find out. You guys keep talking. Um, Google it. Emmanuel, uh, in his interview, says that he's the only rookie now not to have gone into the lair. Um. Yeah, he's got some political skills. Carlin yeah. says, "What movie? The movie is a remake of the uh, is it the most dangerous game, Whoopi? Yeah, where they're like, which is just another, it's just another adaptation because it's actually based on a book. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm assuming CT will be being hunted by Tom Berenger, but I don't really know who's playing who. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah." Uh, let's see. We got Tori. Oh, this Tori and Emmanuel in the shower. Emmanuel's naked. All this talk about him being a plumber and basically snaking the drain. Just a lot of sexual innuendos with the ridiculous uh, with the Emmanuel and Tori front. Uh, Michelle, distant memory. Michelle. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ashley says, oh, Ashley says that Emmanuel is playing a really smart game. Um, because initially, uh, he was partners with Casey, which kept him safe. And now he's, uh, hooking up with Tori, uh, which is also keeping him safe. Uh, Josh and Logan talk. Um, they speak Spanish together. Uh, they're fellow Latin brothers. Uh, it's their connection. Um, yeah, I think, think uh, times like this, like I hate Josh, but times like this, I, w- I, I think 
I can see why the cast likes him. He seems very like authentic in moments like this. Like when he's I feel like this is I feel like the how this is how Josh is in real life. I feel like how and that's why people like to hang out with him outside of the show. I think that he is a true friend. I think that he's nice. I think he gets on this show and he gets way in his head and he gets crazy and he and he has that overinflated self opinion of himself, um, yeah. which doesn't help. Um so yeah, but I think these moments are the real moments of Josh, like in his real life. I think that's how he is. Like, yeah. and I think that's why people like him. Yeah, probably um, likable one on one. Yeah, he just gets paranoid and crazy when he gets in yeah. these games, and um, like, and then the over, uh, the over self inflated opinion. Yeah, the uh, delusion, the delusion. Tom Berenger is not won an Oscar. He was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Platoon, and that was a long time ago. Yeah, Platoon. Yeah, that was like early 80s, right? Platoon. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah. So during this little chat, um, basically it's kind of a, you know, little bonding chat. And Logan fesses up that really um, it's not about winning the money for him. He really w- just wants a surfboard. Um, and he just wants to win. He just likes winning. So. Yep. Uh, they make an agreement uh, that they will be brothers in the game. Um, uh, you'll be my brother in the game, right, bro? <laughs> I don't know how to say that in Spanish. Otherwise, I would try with that accent. Right. I don't have any idea. I Hermano. Took, I Hermano took is brother. Two years of Spanish. <laughs> Thanks and a I lot. Got the rest of development. <laughs> and uh, Breaking Bad. I don't know what game is, though. Uh, I don't know either. Hermanos uh, NS something, okay? Game <laughs> We get it something. Uh, let's see. Uh, then we get Corey and Nelson talking. Um, Corey says that people are preparing for war, uh, that Josh is shady, and that he doesn't trust him, um, that he doesn't feel safe with the dirty vets. And you shouldn't. Uh, cue challenge alarm. Um, and, uh, CT's face, of course, is brilliant. This was a very CT little, like, like, it wasn't a CT heavy episode as far as, like, him doing things on the challenge, but they had a lot of clips of CT doing things this episode that were just kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, that were just kind of funny or cute. Yep. This is one of them. I always look for the cute ones. I do. Um, then then we have Big T and her donuts uh, and the breakfast of losers chant. Poor Big T. Poor Big T. <laughs> her donuts make her go nuts. I believe oh, we've officially... She ate the donut off the floor, too? Yeah. Yeah. I could relate to her in that minute. <laughs> don't let don't the good donut, the donut go to waste. Exactly. No, I'd eat shit off the floor. I don't care. Yeah, I've heard you people, the kids, just start doing gross stuff like that. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. My whole house is sticky. What do I give a shit? There's no way that yeah. my countertop is any cleaner than my floor. It's yeah. all gross. My friend Mike was, we were at the movie theater during one of our film festivals. And he uh, dropped a piece of popcorn on the ground and then just picked it up and ate it. And I'm just like, dude, Stop. it's kind of gross, right? And he's like, do you have any idea my... My two-year-old sticks her hand on the back of her diaper and then pulls it out and immediately shoves her hand right into my mouth. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, do you think I care where this floor's been? And I was like, yeah. all right, fair enough. Yeah, your your uh, ability to detect what's gross fades quickly with Parenthood. Uh, so yeah, so then that takes us to the mission or the challenge. Uh, hey, Big Herb is back. Hey, Big, Big Herb. Herb, what's up, dude? Um, this mission is called Sunken Intelligence. Uh, TJ says that there is an Emmy. Ugh. An enemy shipwreck with three diamonds, one for each cell. Uh, retrieve uh, them as fast as possible. Uh, so you've got to untangle 150 feet of heavy rope and then clip the end of your rope to the treasure chest and drag it back, swim slash drag it back to shore uh, and put your diamond on the podium. Uh, the fastest to do this will win. Dun, dun, dun. Da, da, da. All right. Uh, Emerald uh, team is up first. How does shake out? Oh, yeah. Uh, Emerald team is up first. Of course they are. With all six people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seems like Every some challenge point. has given them an advantage. More people on right. this one is, is better. Agreed. Uh, they, yeah. they need to shake this up. They need like they keep winning, right. but I think it's just because they have the most people. I agree. I thought that last episode, too. Yeah. Yep. MTV. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Doesn't seem WTF. fair. WTF. Um, listen, I think the, I think the, the weird takeaways from this, uh, them going, uh, at one point I saw Emmanuel playfully splash Tori. Like it was just like a, like a flirty time, like, which was kind of weird. Uh, right. Didn't even notice. Um, I didn't either. Yeah. Uh, let's see then. Um, oh, and that they had made this big plan before they got in. So the plan was to have Josh and Emmanuel find the ends. Uh, and the girls were going to work on the middle or something. I don't know. Devin says that they realized that their plan sucks. Yeah. They had this big old plan. Send Josh and Emmanuel out first to find the ends. Mm -hmm. And then everybody else would start in the middle or something. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was was like, okay. Yeah. That was a horrible plan. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, but um, but as they're doing this, the rest of the challengers all notice like, hey, this can't be as easy as we think. Like, it's taking them a lot longer than we thought it would. Um, this has got to be harder than we anticipated. Uh, and then also when the emerald cell uh gets close to shore. Uh, their chest uh, gets disconnected from their rope, and so they have to swim out and get it and um, bring it to shore. Yep. So they made some mistakes. There were some mm-hmm. elements they probably could have done faster. So the, the other teams have some hope at this point. Yeah. Yes. Uh, next up is the Sapphire Cell. Um, four people. So this is four people. This is Kyle and Emmy and Ashley and CT. Um, and they're so, ki- so my hopes was, well, they have less people. And while that seems like a bad thing, but I thought maybe it's less people getting in the way mm-hmm. so right. they could, you know, maneuver really well. Well, and with somebody like CT, who's, you know, good at kind of these untangling, undoing yeah. knots, like CT always does well at these kind of things, um, at least on land when we've seen him do them before. Uh, instead, so instead what we get is a lot of Ashley yelling at Kyle. Yeah, you get a lot of Ashley yelling at Kyle and CT being frustrated with Emmy. Basically, Kyle and Emmy don't know what to do. They keep messing up 
uh, Ashley and CT who are trying to work on it. Um, Kyle says, sorry that he's not a fish boy <laughs> to Ashley. <laughs> um, and yeah, they, uh, CT says that they need to work on their communication. Clearly. Yeah. It's hard to communicate though when you're spending half your time underwater and the other half catching your breath and yelling at people. Like it's just a, it's a hard challenge when people kind of don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you're, you're catching your breath at different moments. Somebody's underwater. Mm-hmm. Like, um, that's, I think that that's up next with the Ruby cell. So final cell to go is the Ruby cell. Ah, uh, this one. Um, so Amanda says that she was told to organize the rope. Right. And Stay out that's, of the way is basically what yeah. she understood. Being yes. Young. And so that's what she was trying to do. She And I did hear her ask, but like you said, I think when people are under the water or not, or not quite above the water, when you ask these questions or ask for direction, like it's kind of hard uh, to – to get it done. So anyways, Amanda ends up, uh, Oh, posing, uh, doing the Titanic pose, waving and just standing (laughs) on the boat, acting crazy. Well, she is dumb, but I feel for her in this moment because you know, her whole team hates her. She's frustrated. Yes. She's frustrated. Yes. They they want her off the team. And so Mm -hmm. now they're asking for help and she's just sort of like, fuck you. It's not even a woman's day. I don't need to do this. I don't care. Uh, it's hard to blame her. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel for her in this because I feel like that she was basically like, because you hear Logan say in an interview, like Amanda said that she doesn't like being in the water. She said she didn't like being in the water, but she didn't say she wasn't going to do it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just feel like, uh, you know, they, uh, as much as I feel like Amanda could have figured out herself how to help or do something else. Uh, I also see that it's like, hey, you know, she tried. I mean, like, yeah. she was doing yeah. what you guys told her to do. I feel like Amanda's like one of these people that instead of like, well, I'm going to try to figure out how to make myself the most useful I can. If someone's like, well, you just sit there and hold, you know, pay attention to the rope or, you know, whatever she was supposed to do. She then just goes to the complete opposite of, well, fucking fine. I'm not doing anything then. We'll see how it turns out then. <laughs> but it's just like, Jesus Christ, just trying to like not be such a bitch sometimes. Well, she has it in her to do that. But she's also dealing with her whole team who hates her, who wants her off the team. They're all talking shit about her to her face and behind her back. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to garner much support when you're just talking right. shit, you know? Right. Exactly. And then it's still, kind of still be this way anyway. It kind of pisses me off when Logan talks so much shit about her. It's kind of one of those like, you know, I don't know, it's kind of like, "Hey, hey, that's that's one of my friends." Like, you right. know, kind of thing. I could talk shit. I could talk you shit about her, shit okay? About her. But Logan, you don't know her well enough to. <laughs> right. You know, it's kind of one of so those. Much exactly. It is. It kind of feels like one of those things, but it really does kind of uh bug me when he is like, you know, talking shit about her for some reason oh. doesn't sit right with me that amanda tweeted out our portion of that interview with laurel damn straight <laughs> called her a psychopath yeah that was great i wonder if amanda still listens to our show 
<laughs> I don't think she ever did. I think someone sent that to her, and she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to pretend she listens to it. Um, yeah. So uh, at the end, TJ says that it was very close between two teams, and that's the ruby cell and the emerald cells. Oh, and at this point, I thought maybe Ruby could inch this one out. Yeah, I was hoping. I was, hoping. I was, I was hoping pulling too. for him. Yep. But so. the Emerald Cell ends up winning this one and forms the agency. So what does everybody think? I feel like I like some of the people on Emerald, but I'm just like, it's so boring that they've won like four in a row. I know. It is so boring. I don't mm-hmm. like anybody on that. I I. I hope they stick together until the final and then lose miserably in the final. <laughs> oh, but I like Devin and like, I don't hate Tori nearly as much as everybody else seems to have started hating her over the past <laughs> season or so. Right. Uh, I like Emmanuel. I think he's fun. Yeah. I like Emmanuel too. I don't mind Casey. I think she connects herself to horrible people. I want to see Casey play this game without Josh and Fessy. Yeah. Me too. And Nani for that matter. I want to see her not play the game. <laughs> I want to see her do something else entirely. You remember the first season? I just feel like the first season she was, you know, I don't know, a lot better. Yeah, I remember Tim kept, kept saying he didn't know who she was. He was like, who's that? I yeah, know. I still don't know who she is. Who's <laughs> no. Casey? Uh, So then we get back to the house. Ashley says that Devin must not have been on many winning teams in his life because he is insufferable basically yep i get that from just these brief portions that they show he would drive me yeah. fucking insane if i was mm-hmm. in that house well, he would but i'm not in the house so it's okay i, I like to <laughs> laugh at it you could enjoy it yeah uh I like him coming in being like can someone else beat us probably <laughs> did they no no <laughs> welcome to emerald city (laughs) jesus christ oh my god um so then we get Devin, josh and email well talking about the decision about who they're gonna send in uh Corey and logan um better watch out Devin says um but basically they have to be careful because this could either hurt or help their team uh so then that takes us to a club night <laughs> I, I hate the club nights right um, cory does the obligatory thing and goes over to talk to josh um he gives josh props um for his win this is like the worst thing in the world watching people sucking up to josh yeah uh josh basically tells Corey that he will protect him if they mention you i'll say i'll i'll do everything i can like okay um we see how that turned out Corey Corey knows not to trust this he knows that um josh has been getting friendly with logan and um yeah doesn't trust that he'll keep him safe yeah, and it's weird. Corey still seems to be clinging to this uh, vet alliance thing, which I thought was just sort of dissolved episodes ago. But he's still sort of talking about it as if it's current. Uh-huh. I think it's get all the rookies out, and then we'll take each other out. And so I think that's what Corey is still living by, is that there are still rookies here. Take them out. 
But see, now they're on each other's team and like, yeah, uh, you know, and they, yeah, exactly. It, it makes it a little harder. harder. Now, yeah. Yeah. And it was the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get the Emerald Cell uh, talking. Tori um, making the plans for if they get infiltrated, kind of what they'll do. Sabotage and then go in and uh, yeah. switch teams and back to the Emerald Cell. Oh, my Lord. That seems intense. And, yeah. Tori, do you really think you're going to get people to throw themselves in elimination just to get back on the same right. team together? <laughs> like, what if it's fucking Josh? don't think so. Like, whose place are you? I mean, they're either taking Emmanuel's place or Josh's place. Josh, we all know, is... The person that everybody's keeping around in case they need to get out of jail free card. <laughs> so, I mean, if it's Josh, say he does go down, uh, you know, he does like sabotage the next challenge, does go down. What's the chances of him coming back? Like, yeah, very little. He's won one elimination his entire career. Right. They, I think they're just so stuck on the idea that they have to stick together. They're such a strong team together. Right. That- yeah. Tori's just coming up with anything that she can yeah. to stay together. Yeah. So, like, even like if somebody insanity. infiltrates us, we have a fallback to get back together. But it is silly. Yeah. Like, hey, Tori, what what if uh, Josh went away and CT came over? Doesn't it seem like that would be better for your team? No, it's got to be Josh. Uh, then there is a Ruby Cell meeting at the club. Uh, <laughs> oh, Amanda, Amanda is late to the party. Uh, she said she forgot what team she was on. <laughs> uh nelson calls her out for not doing anything at the challenge amanda says i asked and no one told me anything uh cory tells her though that she he told her that he needed her brain but what does that mean cory i need your brain what does that mean like you know what i mean tell her what you need her to do like yeah, they were just annoyed that she didn't take it seriously and they yeah. think it made of cost for the cost of that game they need to just say that, but uh, you know, Nelson's like, "Oh, I'm not blaming Corey. I'm not blaming blah. I'm not blaming blah." It's like, "Yeah, you're all blaming Amanda." Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, you know, even lost as the team, you know. Even Big T's like Nelson. This isn't a good look. Like degrading one of your teammates, you know. Yeah, um, yeah but it's Amanda. Amanda gets up and walks away. Uh, Nelson taunts her. Amanda calls out Nelson for basically being the reason that they lost. And he kind of agrees. I didn't really gather what she was saying. She was talking about a a different when they were on the Sapphire team together, um, that they had lost one. And she's like, and it was basically your fault. He's like, I know. And I said it was my fault. Mm -hmm. I got you. Okay. I didn't really, couldn't follow that one. So, but yeah. Uh, Amanda says, uh, then fine. I'll just play for the other teams every time then. See, so this is why I hate her. Yeah. Cause she does shit like this, but I don't I think she, this. I don't think she did that until after, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. So. I think she took it all way too. She's, she's again, as soon as like somebody says one thing, she goes nuclear and just. Well, fucking fine that I'm on everybody else's team except for ours. How do you like that? Well, and it's like, well, that's not agree. what I was saying. I, I would agree with you, and I do mostly agree with you, except that people have been talking shit about her this whole time, and now blaming because her. Agreed. Like, Agreed. Yeah. But it's because she does shit like this all the time. Well, but so they know it's going to happen. 
they're treating her as an outcast of the team. And so she's just sort of like, fine, then fuck you guys. And I think that's fine. I um, agree, Tim. I think you're right. I think yeah, I think you're both smoking crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Team Amanda. Hashtag right? Team Amanda. Listen, might be something with the name. I'm not sure, but. <laughs> and I'm oh. not normally an apologist. I'm not normally on Amanda's side, but I think I am here. I feel bad for her. Uh, so Melissa, who is not in the chat room, just commented, just left a comment on my post of, that I was waiting for Tim so he could get started tonight in the Facebook group. Melissa said, please talk about how Josh and Logan had a conversation in Spanish. And then Josh talked about how they bonded speaking Latin. I noticed that too. (laughs) Does he know what language he speaks? (laughs) I noticed the same thing. He's such a moron. Yeah. He is an idiot. I think he means they're from Latin countries, but. (laughs) They're of Latin descent. Yes. But. It's not a language. But you speak. It's a different language. Correct. Latin language is different. Very different. I wish I had taken Latin in school because I work in the medical field. (laughs) It would have been nice for you. Yeah. It would have been a smart move. And then you go, you look back though, all the smart kids took Latin. Like they, like duh, their parents knew. Like you don't, you need to take Latin so that you know this for all this other fancy shit <laughs> i took art you had to take a language no i did not yes you did didn't no, you I in notre dame no way you... ma'am art or or a foreign language i took art you took art why didn't i take art i don't know you should have bad call dude <laughs> I shut up no, i, I took take french you yeah, had to take it foreign language right i took french hmm well, I've I've kept a few words, but we, I definitely can't speak it. So that's that's the sad thing is that like I took took this class, but it's like I should have taken art. Maybe I would have kept something from that. <laughs> oh. Like I know like five words in Spanish. It's terrible. Oh, I know more than that. I, I can know put, more. Okay, I, I, I maybe know more. I know than more that. foods than that. But and I can kind of put a sentence together. But that's Aqua. about it. That's about it. Aqua. You learned that from Sesame Street. Water. Yeah, I can do that. Those grande, por favor. Two beers, please. Large beers. Grande es bueno. (laughs) (laughs) Si, si. Hey, Brian. Hey, Brian Tran. Hey. Uh, all right, folks. Where's so our, the next where's morning, our Halloween cookies, Brian Tran. You said you were going to send some out. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> the next morning, the next morning, we get the Emerald deliberation. Uh, Josh flat out says that he won't say Logan, um, and he pushes for Corey. Yeah. Um, not just not just like I, not just I won't say Logan and move along. No, no. He brings up Corey and pushes for Corey. You're good, bro. I'm going to protect you. Don't worry about yeah. it, bro. Yeah. Not not only did he not, oh, when Corey sees this, not only did he not just not or defend you, like, he is the one that threw your name in the damn yeah. ring, man. Ooh. We'll find out later that when you when you uh, called him on it, he tried to, he tried to backpedal like yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, then we get Devin. Oh yeah. So then, um, Josh says that he won't. Oh, and so then Devin has a relationship with Kyle and CT basically has a relationship with all of them. 
So, yeah, then it gets thinned out. But I don't understand if Josh doesn't say Logan, why the rest of them can't. Right. Yep. What's that? Why do the rest of them bond behind Josh on this? Like, why do they why do they stand behind him and go, "Okay, we won't vote for Logan? Well, because after what happened with Fessy, they probably are like, fuck, if we don't go along with what he wants, he's going to throw this giant tantrum in public and make our team look bad. So let's we're not at that point yet. So maybe we just, uh, you know, calm down. And we'll just go with I just don't know why you give Josh what he wants here. Like, why the whole team. just told Like, when. I know. I still don't. (laughs) I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get why they give in to this. Amanda, people you work with. Don't sometimes you just like, fine. Just whatever. Just shut the fuck up. (laughs) Amanda, don't you do that with Wolfie? (laughs) Does that with me every day. (laughs) See? That's what what he means. That's what he means. Okay. Yeah. Just be defeatist. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Amanda, are you done with the show? What? No. (laughs) I'm on nominations. Oh, all right. Uh, Devin says that basically starts off the speech, says that they're still fully undecided. Yeah, bullshit. Uh, CT speaks up first, uh, says he has been a mope, but going to try to fix that, uh, wants to keep his little team that he has together. Um, Ashley in an interview says that, yeah, all that talk, CT's really just scared of elimination. Um, which is rightfully so. I mean, CT is a little scared of elimination. I mean, you know, uh, he's seen some, he's seen some, uh, seen some, defeats in his yeah. recent past here so yeah stuff that he thought he easily uh, was going to win like that one with jay yeah um yeah. so but i think the thing that ct does is he always talks he talks it good so that it doesn't come across that way to everybody else there you know what i mean like he talks a good game i just find these people hilarious that it's like well so-and-so is just scared of elimination and you all are but then later you all are it'll be like well, why don't you go into elimination? Because uh, you try to stay out of elimination. That's why. <laughs> and it's like, well, right. which one makes more sense then? You've said both now. Yep. Um, we get Nelson's apology to Amanda. Um, and he tells the agency that he would stay Ruby if he went in. Yep. What do you guys think of this strategy? Because it seems like everybody that talks says, I'm going to stay on my team. Don't worry. I'm not going to infiltrate you. Why would you say this? Because isn't that a pro to them voting you in? Exactly. Like, so, why mean, we're, would we're you not, say this? We're not there yet. I don't but get it. They nominate Corey, and then Corey yeah. says, like, fine, fuck it. I'm going to go down. I'm going to win. I'm going to infiltrate Emerald, and I'm going to sabotage their team. Mm-hmm. It's like, why didn't you say that in deliberations, man? Because yeah. that could have changed some minds, saying, like, oh, I'm do or die for this team. I'm here forever. Well, that's just another reason to throw but you Corey, in. No, but Corey does say before they voted, Corey says that if he goes in, everyone is up for grabs. Stay ready. You never know. He means like, in terms of who he's going to call out, though, because didn't he say he's going to stay on his team? No, he didn't no, say he was going to stay on his team. He said he said if he goes in, everyone is up for grabs. And that means like if he wins, he's coming back. Yeah. Kyle and he's taking out any of you, like on that Emerald team, you know, like. Yeah, I remember him saying that. I thought he said both. Maybe I'm mistaken. Yeah. I know, I know Logan did, and I know CT did. 
Yeah, yeah. Logan. Nelson did. Um, and, and Nelson Kyle, did. And so, yeah, so Nelson yeah. and Logan say that they would stay on the same team. But then Kyle and Corey both say that basically, like, nah. Yeah. Well, I, any, everyone's up for grabs. If I get going, that's that's how that's going to go down. Okay. I guess I remember yeah. it differently, but. Um, Never so, mind. So then the agency votes. Well, they have a little huddle beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as they're huddling, CT shows up and what is definitely not a pre-recorded comment and says, hey, now it's time for you to pick who you want to uh, send into the lair. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Uh, and they vote. Uh, and it's revealed the compromise agent is Corey. Oh, God. Not uh, the rookie Logan. So... Mm. Uh, Corey is pissed at the vets, uh, gives them all two middle fingers in his interview. Yeah. Uh, Corey says that the Emerald boys should be worried. Yeah. Um, I'm rooting for Corey at this point, man. I'm all in. Me too. Me too. hundred percent. hundred percent. hundred. Um, then we get Corey and Nelson. Nelson wants to like unpack it all. Corey's like, I don't want to talk about it, man. Like, it's it's like it's I want to go eat. Yeah, like I just have to go on. Like, so um, he said. Corey basically says that um, his plan about if he wins, then he's just going to join Emerald, and then he's going to throw it, and then he's going to go. Then he's going to go in against Devin or Josh into elimination. Yep, it's a great plan. I think he should have been way more vocal about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the if same we, turn, like, I would have loved to have seen this all go down. Good God, would it have been I good? I would have loved to, too. Ugh. Man, I'm rooting for it yeah. even harder now. Because who who said, is it Devin, who says it that, like, you threaten this before nominations, not after. Yeah, It's, it's right. kind of too late. This threat might yeah. have worked 20 minutes ago, but it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, Corey's, like, yelling at Devin about it. And yeah. Devin's like, this is not my fault. He's like, bullshit. You have all the power on your team or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Devin rolls Josh under the bus and yeah. tells Nelson that Josh was the one. Yeah. That I wanted to send, I wanted to vote ne- uh, Logan in last time. And yeah. Josh. I've wanted to vote Logan in since last time. I yeah. tried last time. And yeah. Josh is the one that put the kibosh, and Josh is the one that was the Corey, too. Yep. And even Josh admits it later in this episode. It is Josh that spearheaded this, and he should he should take the blame. Yeah, for sure. credit. However, however you want to say it. Yeah, yeah. Because next up we get Corey and Josh. Uh, Corey asks why he picked uh, a new rookie over him um, to kind of hold his uh, alliance or allegiance to. Bro, it's hard, man. It's hard when you got to pick. Yeah. Fuck um, you. And Corey says <laughs> that's what Corey tells him. Yeah, it's hard because you're not the one that has to go down there. It was real easy. Mm-hmm. Right. And Corey says that basically you did the same thing to Fessy. Yep. Um, and Corey tells, uh, him about his little sabotage plan. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely see this like, and this is where I talk about, like when I said earlier that Josh in his real life and then he plays the game and he plays this weird kind of, you know, he gets paranoid and, um, but yeah, like this time Josh has spread himself too thin and he has made agreements with every single person practically 
that is left. He doesn't have any options. Like, he is going to keep burning bridges for the rest of this season, and then every season he comes back after this, he will have to deal with the aftermath of burning these bridges. Like, Mm I don't learn. Josh, like, yeah. Josh hasn't. Josh hasn't made it far enough into a season, though, to know this, that, you know, if you make too many, too many promises to too many people, it comes back to bite you. You can't. Um, you can't keep them all. If you get yeah. to the end, you can't. Yep. So now it's coming back to bite Josh, but I don't think he's experienced yeah. this yet. He's He hasn't made it far enough no, on the challenge. To, sucks. No. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then we get Josh and Logan. Um, basically, Josh says that he crossed Corey to protect him. Um, Josh says that he didn't feel like he could trust Corey. Uh, Logan says that he knows it'll be him or Kyle because uh, Corey's scared of CT or something. Yeah, you should be. Right? Uh, The Emerald Cell talk about Corey and what he will do. Uh, Kyle thinks that he's going to go in. CT says... He has been staying ready uh, because he's been blindsided before. Uh, cut to the lair. Payback's a bitch! Bitch! The lair. So we walk in, um, and there are these dome-shaped cages in the lair. Weird. Weird. Yeah, everybody's like, I don't know what this is. Right? Agreed. Either. Nope, no idea. Uh, so TJ calls down Corey... Um, Corey does this whole thing where he grabs this, <laughs> the sand and says that this is why he comes here. <laughs> like it dramatic, was, Corey. listen, yeah. if he would have won this, this would have been everything. Like for real, I would have been like, I would have lived for it. Like if he would have won this, but yeah, when he doesn't win, it doesn't make it quite a <laughs> spoiler. Um, so yeah, uh, basically, oh, and then he does this big thank you to Nelson. Um, he says that CT is a legend. Um, and CT pipes up and says, not enemy, like, <laughs> not your enemy. Uh, uh, Kyle, they, he says that he hasn't seen eye to eye with him. And then there's Logan, who's a rookie. Uh, so Corey, um, ends up picking... Logan, the rookie. Yeah, I figured this is how it was going. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. Um, Weirdly enough, Nelson probably would have been the easiest person for him to beat in oh, this competition. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, Nelson's a klutz, dude. This would have yeah. been easy. Sorry, Nelly T. Right. We love you, Nelson, but this is not your game. I don't know if you know this, Nelly, but he's got two daughters at home that he's doing this for. <laughs> what? Mia and Ryder. Oh, he even looked at their pictures as he's getting ready for elimination. Tim Ball design. I think it's, I think it's Mila. Oh, I thought it was Mi- Mia. I think it's Mila. I don't even know. Right. But anyways, but yes, right. It was adorable. And it, it is, is adorable. It's oh, my what God. What I would that, do. Very that, relatable. That writer. Whoo, she is so cute. Oh, my God. I want to Corey, get your vax. Get your vax. You protect right? your children. Right. So cute. I know. We were still rooting for you, even though you're anti-vaxxer right now. I know. He'll learn. Maybe he'll learn. Probably not. 
So TJ announces that this elimination is called rope burn. Um, basically, you will uh, stand up on the top of these dome cages uh, and whip this rope around uh, to end up either A, pulling your opponent off their cage, or B, uh, ripping the rope out of their hand. Uh, best two out of three wins. Oh, TJ says, by the way, the rope will be on fire. Yep. Yeah, that was this is dumb. his newest catchphrase. He did it last season too, right? With mm-hmm. the, uh, some stuff. Oh, by the he way. He likes lighting fire. things on yeah, fire. This is yeah. stupid. The fire had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> if anything, no, it they... just helped ruin this competition. <laughs> they put the fire out swinging that fucking rope around. Right. Didn't even stay on fire. So dumb. Yeah. This is why the ratings are doing horribly. Yeah. Well, Fire you realize it, and Well, you realize it's just it's literally just for the look of it. It doesn't do anything no. like It doesn't even look that cool. No. No, oh, cuz it goes out in like 2 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I and it's very like spotty that. because it's not like a consistent burn like from the jump. It's like spotty. It's like here's the yeah. spot on fire, here's not a spot. So we saw a similar elimination with Josh and Jordan back in the day. And I know people would be shocked Josh lost. Um, <laughs> so Brian Tran brings up, uh, he says he has PTSD. And then Brian Tran follows up uh, that uh, Tori has, probably has PTSD <laughs> with Jordan too. Oh, snap. So. <laughs> yep, Josh brought it up as they're standing there watching, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. Nice little throwback. Yeah. You just yeah. don't care. It came out of Josh's mouth. You don't want to hear it. Eh, fuck him. I got PTSD from Jordan. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. This was lackluster. We were pulling for Corey to win because yeah. we wanted him to be able to execute this plan of infiltrating the Emerald team. Oh man, it would have been glorious and amazing. Would have loved it. But I feel like we missed some rules too because Corey went on his ass a few times and then stood back up. Sometimes yeah. took his hands off the ropes. I think as long as you didn't fall off the cage or completely let go of the rope, that was yeah. the rules. Yeah, but there had to be something that to, that you had to stand back up because otherwise you you could just sit down. Wouldn't sitting? Oh down yeah, you probably had to be standing. Yeah. Yes, I agree yeah. there. Yeah, you probably had to be standing. So, anyway, it'd be nice to know all the rules. So the first round seems pretty uh, close, but mm-hmm. Logan ends up getting the advantage, pulling Corey out. Mm-hmm. And then both of them have. Uh, have so, we're sort of talking about how they were both kind of spent after the first round. Yep. But I'd hoped Corey would be able to come back and yeah. at least tie it up. Here's the deal. I think that Logan just outsmarted Corey in this game. Um, I do think that this, uh, you know, physically, if this was all just physical and you didn't have to, like, you know, take things into consideration, I think that Corey probably could have, you know, beasted. Uh, over Logan, but Logan's a thinker, man. Uh, you know, we talk about how Johnny always looks at these or Devin always looks at these and looks for how to figure it out, how to figure out the game. And, um, I think that Logan looks at these challenges the same way. I think he's the same kind of competitor. Um, so, you know, of course he was looking for a, a rhythm or a way or like something that would work. Um, you know, versus I think that Corey was just trying to brute strength them. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah Corey was treating this like a strength challenge, but this yeah. was actually endurance. I think it's just a matter of. And a smart and intelligence thing. I think it's, yeah. I think it's a, you yeah, know, you wear your, your brain down and wait for that exact right second. And that's what Logan did. He yeah. waited till he had one hand off the rope and mm-hmm. boom, you give it a good yank. Down goes Corey. Yep. So what does Logan do after this? Um, so after this, oh, well, first, before we get to Logan, we got to talk about the Corey and Nelson, um, love fest. Uh, they hug it out. Corey gives Nelson a pep talk. He gets choked up in his little interview talking about Nelson, uh, really having a chance to win this for his family. Nelson ain't Um, shit. And Corey tells us that, uh, he's coming back, uh, with revenge. Uh, then we get Logan, uh, Logan, uh, TJ asks him, uh, what he wants to do. And Logan says, uh, well, I did say Ruby until death, but mm, that was before one of my teammates picked me for the elimination. So, uh, which is stupid by the so way, that's done. What a dumb fucking reason. Logan, if you want to move teams, just say that. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to make up. I said till death, but the death was when he picked mm-hmm. me down. Oh, please. Go yeah, fuck bro. yourself. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. So he's <laughs> going so to Sapphire. It was. Corey. It's a ridiculous thing. It's really ridiculous. Agreed. I feel like if you, I feel like you stick your guns. You know what I mean? Like if you said you were going to stay with Ruby, stay with Ruby. Like, or if you're yeah. going to just, or if you're going to blow off your deal, just say like, listen, I changed my that mind. was bogus <laughs> or whatever, you know, right. or yeah, I don't know what I was it. thinking. Yeah, own just it. own it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he says he's going to go to Sapphire and steal Kyle's spot, sending Kyle back to Ruby. Oof. Yep. Ooh, that, Ruby. that Ruby team, Ruby folks. Ruby looking worse and worse. <laughs> Kyle, Nelson, Amanda, big upgrade, I feel. and yes. Big T. Yeah, the the CT's team looks super strong, and I say that every week, that their yeah. team looks like the team to beat, and I know they keep losing, but man, they're Ooh. looking strong. This one now, this latest variation, good God. Yeah, two challenge, The two challenge champs and two of the strongest rookies of the season on that team. That's an incredible team, cause, yep. and, I mean, realistically – if you can get the two rookies and the two cha- the two challenge champs to kind of lead the two rookies, man, whoo! Yep, yeah, we'll see. They're they're in a good yeah. place. They're they in a good place right now. Hey so. Tim, do we have any reviews? We surely do. We just have the one. Uh, Cam1775 says, just a bit more talk about the show, please. I've listened to nearly every episode of this podcast, so maybe four stars is unfair for a rather recent gripe, so I'll keep it at five. Thank you for that. However, the show is falling into the same trap my favorite murder and other pods have been falling into for a long time. The hosts talk an incredibly incredible giggling detail about their personal lives and explaining inside jokes at the beginning of the pod so much that they rush through the actual reason we all listen. The show... I think they're kind of sick of the challenge and feel obligated to do the pod. Doesn't seem like they're enjoying the show anymore, which is fine. But I still love it and have for almost 15 years. Uh, the episode of the pod discussing the 499th episode challenge was genuinely was the only genuinely bad pod I've heard them, from them yet. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm taking this as mostly a compliment. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. I think for the record, I really enjoy this season more than more than double agents for sure 
it's it's all right. It's not my favorite. Yeah, season, I'm with but. Brian. I'm I'm on the meh. I'm on the meh train. Like I'm You're all right. I'm all right. It's okay. Like versus double agents though. Which do you like better? This or double agents? I don't know. Mm, crickets. I don't know. At least Leroy was on that season. Yeah. Yeah, my boy yeah, Leroy's Leroy. Great. Well, uh, well anyway. maybe this podcast just isn't for you, sir. <laughs> maybe you should just listen to another one. No, they like this podcast. They yeah. just don't want us to deviate so much. Well, I, I uh, will say stay tuned for the All-Stars because I think we get, all of us, get a little more invigorated with the All-Star seasons. They're a little shorter. They move a little faster. It's all of our old favorites. Oh, well, we have to relive why we love everybody. Isn't that, it's like a love fest. Yeah. Like, oh, my right. God, or why why they're crazy or what they did. Like, yeah, there's a lot to rehash. Yeah. On those. Power through yeah. with us. Power yeah. through with us till All-Stars, please. All right. Carolyn says, these sour people can suck it. I love hearing from you guys. I like the balance you give between personal and challenge content. Thank you. All right. Thanks, thanks. Carolyn. See? Carolyn levels the field out. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Always. Um, All right. If you would like to uh, to leave a review like that one, head over to challengepod.com. You can leave a review. You can join the Facebook group and join our Patreon. What do people get when they join our Patreon, Tim? Well, two months and there are two bucks a month. We thank you personally. So that is when I do this. Uh, thank you to Mendy, Ari, Jacqueline, Isabella, Joker, Catherine, Ellen, David, Cab, Andrea, Julie, Taylor, Misty, Katie, Cassandra, Brian, Jamie, Anias, Bell, Abby, Xavier, Janelle, Kyla, Cass, Shakar, Leanne, Christopher, Carlin, Sarah, Alphonse, Heidi, Allie, Christian, Edward, Angela, Daz, Danielle, Seth, Andrew, Jen, Shelby, Roldan, Ryan, Madeline, Laura, Patty, George, Caroline, Alvin, Luke. LJ, Amanda, Tara, Janelle, Lily, Scott, and Greg. Thank you, everybody. Much yes, appreciated. Yes, thank you so much. Yay. You are the best. Woo! Um, anything else? Listen to Survivored. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Wolfords were kind enough to sit yes. on an episode of Survivored. So Check if you it like out. hearing us talk challenge, you can hear us talk Survivor. Joker says yeah, I would listen episode. to you guys talk about homeowners insurance. So, <laughs> sure, right? Hey, oh, listen, I have a I lot to talk. say about that. Right? Um, I don't even know. We were heading somewhere, and then I cut it off with the homeowners insurance thing. Doesn't matter. Um, I just realized I didn't get a quote, so we'll figure yeah. it out. Right. Uh, cool. but yeah, thanks everybody, and uh, for this episode of Challenge, this has been Brian, Amanda, Big Uncle Sweetie. And as Josh probably said, I suck at everything. I'm a horrible person. The challenge. The challenge. The challenge. The challenge. The challenge. The challenge. The challenge.